Welcome to Simply Ideal HQ. On this podcast, we engage thought leaders on topical issues around law and business in the most simplistic manner. to episode 10 of Simply Video HQ. On this episode, we would like to take a step back from the norm and discuss the story of DOHQ Partners in celebration of our fourth year anniversary. Today, our lead advisor, Tosina Jose, will be joining me in a conversation around the firm's journey, its visions, its values, milestones attained, and the challenges of running a boutique legal advisory law firm in sub-Saharan Africa. Welcome to this episode, Mrs. Ajose. So I'd like to jump right into the questions. It's been a few years since DHQ started the firm. What did the firm look like at inception and what does it look like now? Good morning and thank you very much for the opportunity. It's very, very interesting to be sitting on this other side of the divide on Simply. Um, thank you so much. And um, to your question, what informed the formation of Deal HQ Partners four years ago? I would say um, it was quite accidental, but at the time, I kind of started feeling that there was a lot that was changing in the legal services landscape and that there were a lot of opportunities that we're now going to level, you know, the playing field for um, law firms. And I also felt like the needs and expectations of clients were changing. Clients were looking for relationships that were smarter, relationships that were more efficient, relationships that could be um, multi-potential. And therefore, I thought that um, it seemed like a good time to bring a different kind of, you know, product or service offering to the market where you form something that can morph into a lot of the things that the clients need their lawyers to be at the time. A lot of people need their lawyers to be listeners. A lot of people need their lawyers to be counselors, to be business coaches, to be confidants sometimes, to be um, advisors that are looking beyond their legal business. And that is where the story of Deal HQ started from. So we call ourselves a transaction advisory firm because we want to have multiple competencies. One, to be able to advise people around legal issues two to be able to get into the mind and the shoes of every and any business owner and be able to understand from their perspective you know what makes their business tick how they can tick the boxes around you know the business expectations and land like we always call ourselves you know the firm that is positioned to bring the best of Africa to the rest of the world so we have a regional view and at the same time, a global view. We are always on top of the trends. 
we are always you know looking for new body of knowledge looking for how to support our clients and ensure that you know they are able to compete favorably with every and any other business or counterparty that they might have across the world so i think you know by no mere feat that's that's what has informed you know the commencement of that journey and that is what has kept us up to you know four years in the game so it's been a few years since you started you know the firm going down memory lane what did the lhq partners look like at inception and what does it look like now well that, that question is somewhat of a trigger <laughs> but it's interesting that you ask because um we are so much different from where we started from or what we looked like when we started and it's a testament to um consistency it's a testament to commitment it's a testament to people and it's a testament to growth so deal hq started in october 2018 in a co-working office somewhere in lucky phase one which is in southwestern um nigeria precisely in lagos state um we had a very tiny office space that had um i think four tables and four chairs it was myself um i think um one other lawyer and an accountant that opened the shop on the first day that we that we worked you know from the office and i remember very vividly that office had you know, on the right side of the wall, a whiteboard. And we had a small telephone on my table. And that was what DealHQ was. And we had this little signage on the door that says DealHQ Partners. But even though we looked so, you know, ordinary and so small in the beginning, we were so driven and so passionate. I remember those days we were coming to the office. We had one or two clients at the time that we had onboarded. We would every day roll up our sleeves and we were learning and preparing for the big day and the big break that will come. In very few months following, we kept onboarding you know, new lawyers as we were growing. By December of 2018 i believe we had grown to about four or five lawyers at the time and i think the magic for me was the commitment from the members of the team and it still remains still today one of the very very big strengths that has allowed us you know to get to where we are today so what does deal hq look like now we um have a, a purpose-built um office um, complex in the same lucky phase one in lagos nigeria we have um another office in the federal capital territory which is abuja and altogether the team has you know grown significantly and in terms of um market recognition i think that we continue to see ourselves as a team of extraordinary people that are trying to help people build extraordinary businesses that's how that's how we see ourselves now so dohq has received a number of global awards and rankings and you can also say the same for some of its lawyers and partners how were you able to achieve this you know just one year after inception so i i'd say that it started out as faith um 
like I said earlier, the magic that we brought to the market was the fact that we were we were such a young team of people that were unstoppable. We didn't see ourselves as unable to achieve anything. And I remember very clearly in the same 2018 when we started out and I remember our first ranking submission was to IFLR. And, you know, I think we had a good first year between the time that we started and the end of the year. We had done some interesting, very interesting transactions, many of which were for our few anchor clients at the time. And I had I was saying to the team that we're going to make a submission for the IFLR ranking. And it looked like, what is she saying? You know, people don't even know of our existence. We're in the backside of somewhere in in Lagos and we were just trying to you know bring ourselves out to the market as a matter of fact we were barely known at the time but we we, we thought we had done some good work that was worth you know um, showing off to the market and we took you know that step of faith and we made that um, that submission and I wouldn't say that I was expecting that we would have been ranked at the time it was a step of faith but i think you know um the 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 world and the elements honored our faith and um we got ranked as a recognized firm which is the lowest in the category of rankings that iflr at the time you know um put out but it, it spoke a lot of things to us at the time one it validated our belief in ourselves two it's motivated the team and it was a good announcement to this local market and the international market that oh there is these people you know in the market that call themselves deal hq and i think that was one of the biggest visibility points for us as a firm where you know people were getting to know okay so who are these guys and what are they doing how do they you know and from that point it has been from one thing to the other. One of the things that I, I love the most about being a member of the DLHQ team is that we're not ever counting accolades. Our focus is intently on serving the clients. And when these accolades come, we recognize them, we celebrate them, but we are not distracted by them. We Our focus is consistently on serving the clients. And so moving on, and then we just keep, you know, having the faith to put in these applications for the lawyers, for the firm, our different practice areas. And I think that that has just been it. It's been a journey of faith and consistency and belief that, you know, we're doing enough. And that's what has kept us, you know, going till, till this, this time. So far, you've spoken quite a lot about your team of lawyers. And I imagine that, you know, starting any new practice, you would need to have the right sort of people around you. How were you able to inspire your team to buy into DHQ's visions? Well, I think the greatest blessing in running the, the firm has always been the people. I continue to emphasize, you know, the people. But it's not always been an easy journey finding the right people. Neither has it been an easy journey keeping the right people and then expanding the team. As you would imagine, the firm is consistently expanding. And that brings with it a burden of always sourcing, you know, good talent, quality talent and quality resources. And even more so difficult when you don't have much to sell to people. So what of traction or results, the only thing that you're selling to the team is a vision. 
and therefore must be so clear vision must be so convincing to be able to, to even though we don't have this to show or that to show we will get there we are focused on getting there and in the early days i remember one of the conversations i had with one of the lawyers was we only have three clients how are we going to survive you know so you keep asking you know they, they, they keep asking these questions and you know as a leader you have a responsibility to always point people to the vision with clarity and find a way to make them believe that they are a part of that vision they have a role to play in achieving that vision and that it is possible and you know we are grateful that every time we have staked our odds and you know raise the bar somehow we always get there and then we set the bar a little higher again and we start trying to you know do those things so winning and getting results motivates teams and makes them also believe in themselves and realize that look these things are possible so whether it is their personal wins whether it is the firm's win but just seeing that you know you are a member of a group and you can see traction, you can see growth, you can see results. I think that's one of the ways that we have been able to keep people motivated and been able to to um, to keep them on board. The other thing is we are very particular about the quality of the talent that we look for. So many times we're looking at attitude, we're looking at commitment, consistency, even beyond capacity. Capacity is good, but a lot of times character is more important. And those are some of the things that have helped us, you know, to stay, you know, grounded and to continue to, you know, keep a team that is motivated. This next question may be a hard one to answer. You know, starting any kind of new practice or business has challenges. What were the challenges that DOHQ faced, you know, from the onset up until now? And how have they been overcome? Wow, we have a bucket load of them. I don't know whether you have enough time for us to discuss, you know, the challenges that we've had, you know, on on the journey to becoming, which is what I call it. Um, I think that one of the first ones was that the legal market can be quite hostile to new entrants and we face that. Another thing is that because it's a professional services firm, a lot of talents would rather go to the firms that have been validated, that have some traction, some track record. And so finding talents to stay with you in the early days when you're still, you know, boarding was quite difficult. Um, I remember many times we had to, you know, make do with much younger lawyers and train them and allow them, you know, to grow within the system because it was difficult to find, you know, you know, more qualified lawyers agree to work with a startup law firm. That was a challenge. Um, I think another thing that was a challenge was was revenue. You know, many times we have big dreams, big expectations and all of that. And it was sometimes difficult to find the resources to keep going. But I'm thankful that, you know, we're a firm that is very, very um, resourceful. And every time we get to those points, we just keep, you know, doing what we can, doing the best with the resources that we have. And we've consistently been able to, you know, look like we have much more than we do, you know, from the from the from the view on the outside, because we are very resourceful with what we have, you know, and 
consistently as an institution we are looking at opportunities to block leakages and ensure that you know we stay we stay just at the appropriate size and that we stay efficient with um, the use of resources i think another thing that is a challenge is the business environment which also can be quite hostile the general business environment can be quite hostile especially to new businesses a lot of times you will find that people will not price your service based on the quality many times people think that you don't deserve you know a certain level of compensation just because you are a new entrant and that those levels of you know compensation are reserved for people that have proven themselves and that was one you know difficult battle that we had to fight and you know consistently push people to say you know when we give value we expect to get um, value i think another one is visibility you know just trying to ensure that you are consistently there people are seeing you sometimes for a small firm balancing the drive for visibility and the drive to do quality legal service or rather to provide quality legal service can be daunting because time is the biggest resource that you have in professional services and it's not infinite. So the time that you spend doing, you know, some other things that enhances your visibility, you know, limits the time that you have for, you know, um, work. So, you know, just consistently trying to balance those things and putting ourselves out there and ensuring that, you know, people know of us, that we are, you know, we are we are in the right circles and that we are growing our influence and our and mapping our 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 presence regionally and even globally has been very important to us but sometimes it comes at you know a heavy cost either a cost in terms of resources or even the pressure on the people so i think i think i'll just stop here because like i said th- there's so many of them it's the same it's the same story with any kind of new venture new new business or startup you will go through you know this teething period and we're still we're still on the journey by the way not that the <laughs> not that we've overcome all the challenges every stage of a new venture comes with its own you know nuanced challenges so every day but, but, but we remain resolute and committed to keep you know working our way around the challenges and keep you know um, innovating and finding ways that we can you know um, get ahead of them you just spoke about DOHQ's image. Now, the truth is, a lot of firms, you know, operate in very similar practice areas. But at the same time, no two firms are exactly alike. So what is the culture of DOHQ that makes it different from other firms? I think that I would, I would first of all say internally, we run a very open and friendly culture. We see ourselves as a team in that sense there is no um individuality in team we completely try to dissuade any form of individuality we are always promoting team everyone bringing you know the values that they have to the table and you know bringing that into a pot where we are best served where everybody is bringing their their best self you know to the table and supporting each other in the places where we fall short or where we you know don't have sufficient capacity i think that you know that's one of our imminent culture integrity is very important to us as a firm and as a business being who we say we are and um, staying true to our values 
whether when we are you know in work mode or even off work mode those are important we are also very particular about building intimate relationships with our clients so we are always in our clients business we are always there it doesn't stop at the legal work we try to understand you know in very great detail the nature of the business that they are doing and bring every kind of value that we can to support and um, promote the objectives of our clients you know that's very important to us and then externally i think it's important to us to be seen as um, a firm that is very passionate about new body of knowledge we are always entering into greenfield you know areas and looking for opportunities to work in new areas work in new um emerging practice areas and you know build thought leadership build knowledge build capacity internally and even externally you know in those areas so those are some of the things that you will see as a standard deal hit you lawyer and then we, we we intently ensure that apart from the fact that we have legal knowledge business acumen is very very important and everybody in deal hq you know we have a capacity development um, plan that ensures that everyone comes into the fold with a level of business acumen you can think like a business owner you can rationalize like a business owner and we are also very very you know it's very important to us that we are seen as lawyers that enable businesses there are some people that believe that lawyers kill businesses they kill opportunities they make it more difficult for people who are venturing to be able to um, find common ground. We don't want to be those kind of lawyers. It's very important to us that we are seen as business enablers, as people that will come into a room and ensure that all the naughty areas are dealt with, that there is opportunity for people to make compromises, you know, within the ambit of the law, of course, and ensure that, you know, the objectives are met and that businesses and transactions can happen without the legal team or the law being an impediment or impairing the capacity for people to actually you know realize their venture objectives moving the conversation now towards clients who will you say is dhq's ideal client and how has the firm been able to expand its clientele over the years an ideal dhq client is a client that appreciates value is a client that appreciates um, knowledge expertise integrity experience and intimacy with their advisory team is a client that brings us into the different facets and aspects of their business is a client that wants to be served in a way that they can go to bed assured that their deal will go through and that someone is looking at all the potential risks along the transactional value chain and is proactive enough to point you know um, issues out and not just point issues out but also help navigate around you know resolution this is year four where do we expect to see deal hq partners in another six years 
So in another six years, Still HQ partners will be 10 years. The first thing we expect is that we will have a solid team of advisors on ground and many of them would have become leaders in their respective you know, areas of practice and that collectively we will be the team that is renowned for delivering the most complex transactions across the African continent and that we will be you know, one of the leading voices in legal services in Africa. We expect that by year 10, we would have presence, significant presence in many other countries apart from Africa and that in the, con- apart from Nigeria, I beg, your, I beg your pardon, and that in the, in the countries where we don't have presence, we would have, you know, relationships that allow us to um, provide services, you know, in those areas. I expect that many of our lawyers will be ranked as best in their practices globally. I expect that we would be one of the best, if not the best, in terms of um, global leadership in our specific practice areas. I expect that we would have grown in influence, would have grown in capacity, we would have grown in um, transaction um, blueprints, footprints, I beg your pardon, we would have grown in transaction footprints and um, that we would be getting global recognitions and accolades it will become you know a much more regular thing for the firm and even for the lawyers there that's where i see the firm in 10 years and of course there would have been one or two offshoots of this business that is also you know um providing um collaborative services within the same you know area as um the current business that the firm runs that's where i see deal hq in 10 years Thank you very much, Tosin, for joining us today. We would like to say a very big thank you to our listeners for continuing to tune in. We hope you found this special episode to be interesting and informative. As always, the conversation continues on our social media handles. Do remember to send us your comments and thoughts on today's episode. Thank you for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Deal HQ Partners. To find out more about our services, visit www.dealhqpartners.com. See you on the next episode.